0: The young man, his whole life in front of him, disappears. A familiar story, yes, but this is no ordinary Joe. Joseph R. Cooper, perhaps the most loved sports figure in the country, vanished. According to Mrs. Elsie Melcher, a neighbor who asked not to be identified, Joe Cooper left his house two weeks ago. According to Angelique Bones, a nosy bitch who lives up the street, he took with him only a toothbrush, a wallet, a steamer trunk, and a plane ticket to Calcutta. Police theorize several possible scenarios of what happened with a man affectionately
1: known to the world as Coop. Well, I don't know where the hell he is. For I like her, he could be hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. Scenario number one. He's hanging by his neck in his fucking closet.
0: Courtney. <laughs> Tony. All right, everybody, welcome in. We're Matt and Bob. We're here to pod... Uh, I'm joined by Bob Panalone. Bob, give him, what's going, what have you been watching?
1: Hayes, great to hear your voice. So velvety, so delicious. Mm. I have been watching a couple of shows, Unsolved Mysteries, and The Politician, starring your favorite Broadway superstar, Ben Platt. (laughs) Of course, yeah, who, who. (laughs) Hugh Hayes is a big plat guy. Have He's all a his
0: posters. Uh, I have a, yeah. a, a, a plat of Platt all over my ceiling. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, I, I was thinking. I'm I'm mostly thinking about education with uh, Hugh Jackman. I I thought. Uh, never mind. I, I I thought Hugh Jackman <laughs> was in that. Never mind. No. Um, but yeah, cool. No. So let's let's give the people something to stream. Ooh, instead, give it a stream. In, instead of uh, something to
1: scream ah there you go and we've lost them they're gone <laughs> um so where sorry, do you want to nice start time. behind which hand do you want to start behind this hand or uh, this hand pick a hand here well yeah, there, there's a the video
0: uh let's go on the left <laughs> left hand
1: we'll start with unsolved mysteries right. that was in my left hand all right so what do you think about true crime docs it's all the rage now
0: yeah, um, I I was a big fan when it was like the Jinx and making a murderer and and stuff like that. Were you a big
1: serial guy?
0: Yeah, I, I yeah I like serial. I can't deny that. But then after a while, you're like, okay, well, I'm kind of all set. I mean, but then it just took off, and you, it's like the MCU. People just can't get enough. So
1: yeah, I, everyone I've, loves that true crime.
0: I've kind of tapped out to an to an extent, but uh, that's not to say that I'm not still interested. Was, yeah. So how was that? I mean, so this is a is this like a, a remake of the uh, unsolved mysteries from before
1: or Yeah, the unsolved mysteries. This oh, guy yeah. was down the street one day and then he disappeared. That's my impression of the unsolved mysteries guy.
0: Yeah, that, that was like back in like the 90s, right? The uh, if you have any information, to If the you rest. have any
1: information, um, yeah, I mean, I did, do you ever watch that show? Yeah, every once in a while. It did, didn't it come on after cops. Uh, maybe, but that seems like it would be a nice little, uh, nice little lead in there, yeah, right?
0: A little one, two.
1: So the original one had Robert Stack in it, okay. and he was the guy that kind of said, "Hey, he, he would set it up." And it was it always start with these dark alleys with fake mist pumping in, and he would yeah. walk out and and set up the set up the eerie mystery that we were getting ready to not solve, and it was the original true crime, really. And some of them were really spooky when I was a kid, but they they modernized it. They don't have Robert Stack anymore, which mm-hmm. is, is the biggest flaw of this show, the new one. But it's eight episodes, and they're all about 45 minutes, and some of them can actually be really engaging. I was hanging out with a lady, and she oh, wow. had it on. Mm. But uh, she had it on. It wasn't necessarily my first choice. To watch, but I ended up. It was it was a basically a nice little Sunday where we just binged it up, and, and the uh, there's six episodes. Excuse me, and they're they're really it's really bingeable. So it's it true.
0: Was, it's it it is true crime. They're do- It's a docu series. It's not like a rem- or um, uh, fictionalization or anything.
1: No, no, it's real. So it's it's done in part with interviews from people that knew or knew the victims and uh also they had uh reenactments
0: man bringing that property back kind of reminds me of like like jordan peele's gonna be hosting the new twilight zone right well he's already
1: had one season come out on that oh oh has it really i I had no idea so yeah he's got season two coming yeah yeah no one watches broadcast well that was even you could only watch it on the cbs app you had to subscribe oh yeah well that so, kind of
0: predate i mean obviously it predated uh unsolved mysteries but like the guy seemed like a ripoff right like take one part delicious treat combine it with two parts of mind control serum and what's left with uh like that that's yeah kinda, like, that guy's voice that's right? actually
1: pretty good yeah, what do you think about the aim on my robert stack we're going full trip here where it's <laughs> we're doing coogan and Bryden. like how was my robert stack uh, but anyway. um, I, I wouldn't have known the reference had you not
0: told me you were doing him, So I... you, don't do,
1: you don't do the syrupy lead-in.
0: You're not doing anyway. the syrupy lead-in when you do the rubber stack. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I mean, it just makes sense, right? Because true crime's all the rage. We might as well bring back this property that was the original true crime. We modernize it. You get a nice little nostalgia feel mixed with material that people are really begging for, and and so, but they do live reen are they do uh, reenactments of of the murder scene, and oh, it's and, actually and funny. just
0: brilliant acting in those, I bet, right?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of times there's no dialogue; they're just the people <laughs> yeah. are talking, and it's just it's just something happening over the top of right, the dialogue. Right. They're
0: not quite as hung out to dry as maybe they were back in the in the past. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. These five hundred dollar a day actors.
1: Cause I was talking with the person I was watching it with and she was like, is actually when I was a kid, I thought that I didn't know that those were reenactments done recently. So I was like, how did they get this footage of these people (laughs) wandering around this party? Like, shouldn't we be able to solve this with just watching that footage? I,
0: yeah, I think I felt the same way. Always question why
1: this is, why is this being filmed? Very professionally by a by a professional recording studio but anyway yeah so not every story is as interesting there's two or three that that are set up pretty nicely and are, are pretty spooky there's also one about aliens which is just totally stupid oh uh, are they sucking on their jagons? yeah they're sucking <laughs> no it's just a whole time to- like it's like six or seven people from this town in massachusetts sucking on their jagons, and they're talking about they're <laughs> talking about it. when they got picked up and you know it was just <laughs> they oh, all saw it on the same uh, tell me more Wow, I've heard you just tell me <laughs> more. But yeah, it's updated with today's technology. It's it's still crazy that we have mysteries that are unsolved like this, and there's so many different theories that could be kicked around on a on a murder mystery. But overall, honestly, six episodes really bingeable if you're just rainy Saturday and you're a little hungover. Rip yeah, all right.
0: that sounds pretty cool. I, I actually thought that that was like a fictionalized show that I just there's a thousand so I. You gotta parse them out, but uh, were there any that you, were were you pretty invested in all these? Like, uh... yeah.
1: So, and it's already interesting because even just a few days after the season aired, they they've already had people kind of coming forward to bring in new information to the cases and they're reopening oh, a cool. couple of cases. There was one with this guy. It was basically a, a hate crime. It's it was in the I, I can't remember what state it was in, but uh, this. African-American guy goes to a party and then his buddy kind of takes off early and then he goes missing and like the town won't let his family come and even search for him and it goes weeks without finding him so the family finally goes down to search for him and they find him within 30 minutes. And they're like, dude, his body was, his, like, all these search parties couldn't find him. Like, his body was definitely redumped here. And, like, he was at this party. How could nobody have any information? So people people that were at the party have started to come and, and give more testimony now. So that's really interesting. There's also another one which uh, was a, a woman went missing. And then halfway through the episode, you're like, oh, shit. One of the guys that they're interviewing is her ex husband, and it's like, that motherfucker definitely did it. Like, <laughs> Rob did it. Like, yeah, he was, for sure. he like sleeps with her ashes and he won't let the sun back in the house. He's like, oh, Rob's Rob's a fucking murderer. So there was a couple that were good. There was one that was uh, all in French. Everybody doing the testimony was in French, so it was completely subtitled. And basically, this dude. Lost his mind and murdered his whole family and buried him under his his, his house. So uh, it's just there's there's some good ones in there. No, they're not all bangers, and I think the alien one is pretty lame. But
0: well, that overall, seems to be the most look. mystery. I mean, because uh, the rest sound like unsolved crimes as opposed to unsolved mysteries.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, that's a, a mystery, so, so, a UFO mystery.
0: Um. All right. Cool. Yeah. I think. Uh, I mean. Everyone seems to be up on the the latest uh, true crime these days, so uh, I'm sure plenty of people have watched it. I, I, do, how do you? Is that on Netflix? Yeah. Are 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 you aware of like the Netflix top ten thing they have going
1: on now? That's like above your your queue or your. They just show you the top ten most popular. Extraction
0: thing. number one, because like now they're 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 releasing their numbers more, and they've kind of created this really and smartly. They've created this like a. a, a Top of the box office sort
1: of sensation where it's like if uh, you want to be up on the most recent cooler yeah, talk, exactly. water cooler talk. Here's what you should be watching. I,
0: and I and I bet Unsolved Mysteries falls pretty high, or at least it did for maybe a week. Well, what's crazy about this? It's like people just binge this stuff in a day or th- or two, and then it's forgotten. Like nobody talks about anything; they're just consuming. It's such a bizarre time to be alive, um, yeah, <laughs> and to be trying to uh, critique. Entertainment, that's saving us all. <laughs> um yeah. But uh, all right. well, well, number three on that list, which brought me which brought me to it, was uh, this uh, the Fear New York. Uh, it's New York versus the Mafia. It's like a three-part miniseries. They're 45 minutes. It kind of deals with like Rudy Giuliani becoming a uh, district attorney or assistant district attorney and kind of cleaning up uh, New York uh, in the late 70s, mid-80s and kind of fighting the Mafia. Um, Bringing that re- the famous Rico case where, where you bring in the five families all at once Wait, on, on you were
1: describing the plot of the Dark Knight and
0: yeah no I mean this and is Harvey like, Dent yeah that's the whole thing
1: so wow oh,
0: but okay. but uh, I mean this actually happened it was uh, the five families of, of you know the the Mafia families in Brooklyn became so huge that they were untouchable it's almost like a uh, like a fortune 500 too big to fail. Sort of a thing where they had their hands in so many aspects of uh, what made New York kind of tick. And the reason that it's, it's a really interesting series, but like what kind of what the, what the police are really able to latch on and kind of bring the families together on charges is uh, the construction of New York, like all these mega million high rises. Trump Tower was one of them being built at the time. Um, And the mafia controlled all the labor unions that were building these buildings so that like they were skimming, you know, a couple million dollars off the top of every construction job at a time when New York was booming. And that's how that and then so they so that's where they were able to establish the commission of the five families. But then they had to tie them to some like, yeah, construction embezzling isn't super hot. So they had to kind of like. Uh, match the the, the fa- they had to try to uh, match the commission to a murder, blah 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 blah. So so I you got to
1: link it up because that will be yeah. something that's more more of a case. Ex- I'm as trying as to opposed, build a case, case. Yeah. I'm trying to build a case.
0: Don't you understand? So it, it like so it goes higher than just gambling and you know uh, uh, you know extortion. It was like mm-hmm. uh, they they kind of w- were robbing the city blind while building it. Um, although would have got built anyway uh, for cheaper, I yeah, guess it's
1: going to get built anyway. Yeah. But,
0: cool. but no, it's cool, man. I mean, uh, it, it's uh, it's a well-known story. I feel like the kind of the end of the mafia in the mid eighties. Um, it was kind of cool to see how they, they bugged the homes. And the, the, the best part was like, uh, cause they had footage of the, the, they call him a bag man. The guy that goes, goes to these mobsters homes dressed as like a fucking asshole, Cable repairman. He's like, yeah, I heard your uh, your TV's cutting out because they like are able to to disrupt their wires. Like, uh, so they, like, hey, what's wrong with this fucking TV? Call call the cable guy. The FBI intercepts that call, sends their own guy over, and this asswipe, wipe has <laughs> <who's> gotta gotta <laughs> dress, gotta go into these murderers' homes, and like, oh yeah, uh, you need a Johnson rod in here. Uh, yeah. So, and he and he puts a camera into their TV while pretending to fix it um uh, and make it really is... easy to go
1: so when they make that into a movie and they need an ass wipe to go and play the cable ass crack you know you're getting a call right oh yeah
0: 100 <laughs> percent
1: damn you need a wormy ass wipe that looks like a cable guy but could potentially <laughs> install a camera Not here's yeah. the headshot i'm looking for
0: and the guy is just so cool but he's like man it must be terrifying um yeah. so yeah there's some good stuff about that um yeah i mean you know but i think people are pretty much aware of what's streamable i i i'm kind of worse than most i mean like i the emmy nominations came out and i'm and i'm a little bit behind um i mean yeah let me i don't know
1: any of the emmy nominations I, i was not aware that they came out so can you run through them and i'll just give you some live reaction in terms of what i'm thinking in that space
0: all right, let, let, I'll go through the heavy hitters real quick. some heavy hitters. Best comedy, best drama, best limited series. Those are kind of yeah. like the uh, the three-part best picture category. So, all right, so best comedy. We got Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Yes, great. Amazing. Dead to Me. Uh, Not Larry's. Dead to Me. Okay, nice show.
0: Yeah, and have you watched it?
1: Yeah, that's the one with Christina, Christina Applegate, Applegate and the girl from scooby-doo okay. yeah i, I gave
0: yeah. that a miss but uh it's it's on here quite a bit uh the good place but the only network show that's getting uh, and also yeah. this is us i guess so the good place we got insecure on hbo we got the kaminsky method on netflix which i think is mm. incredibly overrated have you watched any of
1: no i've never watched the kaminsky me- method but I watched like
0: three episodes of season one, and, and that got Emmy nominations. It just feels like a tired, sadder version of uh, Barry. I, I just – I don't get the love for this. i all set.
1: I, I also have never been a Michael Douglas guy. Yeah. Honestly. Like I And I respect the career, and mm-hmm. I do uh, like the movie love Wall Love the Street.
0: game. Love Wall Street. Love greed. But or overall, Wall
1: Street, just – he doesn't get me going. Yeah. So anyway – and they, neither does uh,
0: Catherine Zeta-Jones. Where um, I guess she feels that the same, same as term. you. Anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna yeah. say because she does get me. Going, Michael Doug- Michael continue. Douglas doesn't get her going.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's great.
0: Uh, all right, we got uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I think Love from that here on out Phenomenal. is gonna be
1: a gonna be a player. Book it. Yeah. Book it. Book it.
0: Shit's Creek, which uh, now it's gone to streaming, is getting a lot more fans. People yeah. are recording that thing all It's a victory
1: day. lap too. Okay. Nice little victory lap for Shit's Creek um what we do in the shadows fx oh uh, cool love uh great show um you're a big kai Takiti tell t- 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 <laughs> watiti um yeah. the
0: the movie has the same problem that the show does for me where the 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 joke is really funny and there's great there's some great moments but the whole let's let's do an office type uh, mockumentary style about these vampires gets a little tired. Uh, and in the show, it's kind of even more drawn out. Um, so I, I watched the first season. I haven't seen the second season yet, but it, it's it is really funny. I, 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 I love the guy that, that that's in that. I forget his name. But anyway, so anyway, we got best drama, Better Call Saul, AMC. Yes. The Crown,
1: Netflix. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Wait, hold on. So Fleabag wasn't in comedy at all anywhere or did no, it not apply no. was uh, the ma- new season I think
0: they I think they awarded I think the second season got awards
1: last year Okay so the the way the years stagger I always get yeah, a little mixed up I never okay. know okay. Anyway um, uh, so anyway drama you're saying
0: Better Call Saul, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, Succession. A lot of Succession A lot, lot of talked about so you, you got Succession of these
1: yeah. Succession. Well, I never I watched two or three episodes of Mandalorian, but I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. I'm sure the Star Wars people are really excited about that. I From I, I what I heard, it, it kind of right? falls off in the yeah, latter part it, of the season.
0: It it's it's got maybe three solid episodes in there. Uh, uh I
1: mean there's definitely some some competition in there but i think that succession is the best show on television right now
0: handmaid's tale is kind of a has-been i mean it's still going people still love it uh the crown had a great season three um with uh, olivia coleman stepping in i think she did a great job better call saul is it's kind of always chugging along yeah. always picking up nominations I don't know what, what it really wins here or if this season stands out maybe you can speak on that season three of Ozark not as great as the past two seasons still really strong but yeah I, I think succession season two stranger things give me a break I mean yeah whatever um, um succession I think kind of stands out on this list for me uh, and then best limited series which in in some ways in some ways is a lot of people's favorite way of watching tv now uh we got little fires everywhere on hulu we got mrs america on, on fx which i wasn't even aware of nope unbelievable on netflix unorthodox on netflix and then the watchman hbo now so the, the watchman is all over these nominations and everyone keeps telling me to watch it or right, have you watched it at all what was no
1: i hated the Zack snyder movie so much that it seemed very challenging for me to buy-in for more
0: yeah No. so this is this is not really an extended version of the movie it's a modern reimagining of kind of like the the essence of the comic books i guess it's kind of a completely different story about kind of police um oversight uh i, I really know much about it. i want to talk about it because i haven't seen it but um it's supposed to be really cool and and a complete one-off which you know i love because then you're not buying into like Oh yeah, give it a few seasons. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 one season. The guy came back. He's like, "This is what I want to do," uh, and I've done it, and it's great. And then like we want to bring you back for a second season. He's like, "Nope." So they're not gonna do it without this guy at the helm. So I kind of respect yeah.
1: that. It is it is funny when you say the "give it a few seasons" thing. Just just the notion of that, where it's like, all right, now. Just give me twenty hours of your time. Yeah. it's a little slow for twenty hours, and then it really starts to pick up. And it's Wait, like, what? Which
0: is what ki- which is what kills me because people trash on the Irishman. Like, I can't sit through a three-hour three movie. Hour
1: movie? <laughs> but 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 give me twenty. Just sit through it for twenty it's hours. Twenty hours really picks up. The first two seasons are a little slow. They're hour <laughs> episodes, and there's twelve in each season. That's what drives. After me crazy. that, it's like, yeah. God, are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> but, And I like to watch shit, but it, that's such a funny thing that always happens when people are trying to get you into their show. They, I know. That, so.
0: Yeah, that that's drives me nuts. Uh, I won't really get into the best actor, best actress, comedy, drama, miniseries. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of all the same stuff. Killing Eve, Euphoria, Ozark, The Crown. Oh, The Morning Show shows up big in the actor awards. Okay. Um, that was one of your shows, shows we talked big. about. Yeah, I, I, I uh, people, people sorted to hate watch the morning show, but I, I, thought it was great. I would love to see, uh, Billy Crudup take down Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy. Um, but we also... of, he
1: was in the Watchmen too, not the new show, but the movie. Right. That yeah, I hated. Yeah.
0: yeah, his dick was out the whole
1: time. Nah, <laughs> a dick. <It> <laughs> um,
0: a lot of a lot of noms for uh, Succession. In fact, uh, all three of our guys. Uh, we got Kieran Culkin. You got the guy playing Greg, and you got the guy playing Tom,
1: all nominated. Tom. Um, come on, Tom. Yeah, you, th- you think he takes it? What, I love about, Tom what and what Greg. Cousin Greg. I love Cousin Greg. I love hey, Tom. Hey, mean,
0: you can't make a Tomlet
1: without cracking a few Gregs. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the subject line of 48 emails that you've sent. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, so supporting actor drama, it's a Succession and Morning Show and Better Call Saul. It's about it. Um, yeah. Which is kind of funny. Uh, Mark Duplass in there for the morning show. Yeah. Um, Rami is featured quite a bit. Uh, Mahershala Ali comes into the second season. Which Stop I didn't giving know. that guy awards. We get it. He's talented. Yeah. What's? Uh, have you watched this at all? Have you watched? Uh, i watched a few episodes of the first season of Rami because he won the Golden Globe last year for it, which was came, came out of nowhere. He like, he he beat out like all these really funny people and like Veep and all these other shows. Um,
1: but nah, I, I've I just, never watched it.
0: The character kind of seems like a like stuck up. I don't know. I, I, the supporting characters I like a lot, but he seems like a little penis. I don't know. He's, mm-hmm. he's very whiny and uh, anyway. But yeah, you know, if you haven't watched the show, we won't go into it. But, no. um, um, how about this? Cecily Strong and Kenan Thompson both nominated for their work on Saturday Night Live. <laughs>
1: it's great work. Yeah, great, work. great work. especially nope. this season. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kate McKinnon, huh?
0: No, no. Yeah, Cecily Strong. Who's what? What does she even do on the show anymore? Um,
1: uh, scream. Maybe her uh,
0: work on a, it must have been like uh, the political stuff for her, baby.
1: Keenan's grown on me though. Oh it no! Only for sure. t- it only took him 15 years, but <laughs> yeah. I think he's, What's he's up used with this that place- really. What's up with that? Is yeah, but I mean. He's in such a comfortable place now, where he's just this ultimate veteran. He's got all the confidence in the world. He—he's in just Tim tell. Meadows territory. Yeah, he, you can just tell he comes out and he just nails his bits. And i am i am i am i am about the the late Keenan. Late Keenan's great. He gives the least amount of fucks, and it kind yeah, of shows. But he's a, killing a
0: funnier, it. yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's, so that, that, that's, uh, plenty of stuff to give it a stream there. I mean, if you if you're not up on, uh, I if you know. haven't watched
1: Succession, we have a, an, an episode where we really dig into it. I've got some fan theory and I strongly recommend that show.
0: Is there anything on your list, uh, you know, prestige worthy drama or comedy that, um, uh, that you're going to get into?
1: The Crown seems like something I should probably get into. I've started the Afterlife Or no, was it called Afterlife? The one with Ricky Gervais. Yeah, I wouldn't call that prestige drama. Um, Yeah, I know that. I know that that you. Yeah, I know that you had said you were watching a documentary. I on Netflix. I watched uh, Athlete A, which was the Nassar documentary about all the, the the U.S. gymnastics. Very interesting, yet obviously very troubling. Watch. Uh, got actually pretty emotional watching that one towards the end there when all the women were standing up and giving their testimony in court. Um, very just uh, oh, very I, I crazy. Didn't, I didn't know they showed
0: all that. I mean, yeah, I, they I show got... a
1: lot. They don't show everybody, but they show a, a good number of them giving getting up. And, you know, it gets edited up, but it's just person after person giving their testimony. And he had to sit there and listen to all of it. And it's oh, just really it's really powerful stuff.
0: Uh, I, I had the same reaction listening to the audiobook of Talking to Strangers Malcolm Gladwell. They there's a whole chapter on uh, on Nassau, oh yeah. And uh, it's,
1: it's yeah, it's awful. I uh, I read that one as well. It just it's uh, it's it's crazy and, and in and that really that that documentary just some things that really jumped out to me off the top of my head were just the the public shaming that the, the original people that came out to make these claims and and the if you they, they started just very briefly showing the comment section on on news articles and things and just the where our country goes in terms of victim shaming is just a appalling and um so that's one thing and then just just what people can do when they get this much power man just a little bit of power and in, in, mm-hmm. in and yeah. the places they go and the things they feel like they can get away with and it's it's just it's crazy. And also just... And, and they, they, they dangle just greatness in front of these people with like a carrot, you know? And it's just like, well, do you want to... And, and they, they brought over these... The uh, the coaches came over from Europe. They're Romanians. And they took over USA Gymnastics. And it was just... It's America's obsession to win and be the greatest at everything. So we bring in these people. They, they have their own values that are very... Questionable, and we just kind of shrug our shoulders and let them run wild, and it just breeds this this environment of abuse, uh, sexual and uh, emotional and mental, and it, it's just really fucked up. So anyway, uh, that that's that documentary, and it's definitely worth a watch. Um, and then I also watched the the politician with Ben Platt, like I said at the top of the show.
0: So. Yeah, that that got some buzz. Uh... A few months ago when it, when it, when it came out. Um, that's one of the yeah. ones that I've missed. Um, so
1: that one's created by Ryan Murphy, the guy who did Glee and American Horror Story and Nick Tuck. And they have him... They gave him, like, a bunch of shows. He's creating... It's basically Netflix, You're Greenlit from South Park. Like, So he's got, like, a ton of shows. But oh, this yeah. is, like, his first show.
0: Well, I mean, are you aware of Hollywood? No. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the same thing as Glee, except a guy moves to Hollywood... Um, and uh, Dylan McDermott is uh, the, some guy running this uh, brothel uh, under the guise of a uh, car wash, and he recruits attractive young men trying to make it as actors, and they have to go off and sleep with the women that come into the car wash. Uh, and there's there's like a lot there's some gay scenes, blah blah blah. It's it's very you know racial diverse. Um, so Dylan McDermott is nominated, and a few of the other guys, ha- uh, Holland Taylor, supporting actress, Hollywood. Mm.
1: Yeah, I had heard of that story, but I always thought it was just called Haze.
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah. it was well, it was written by Uncle Terry. Uh... Yeah,
1: <laughs> Uncle Terry. <laughs> you know what I heard about that guy? Yeah, I heard he's gay. <laughs> uh... All right. Anyway, <laughs> right on the heels of our NASA conversation, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, but right. uh, so, but no, this show is. It reminds me a lot of that election movie with Reese Witherspoon. Uh, directed by alexander Payne. yeah and yeah it, it but they very much where that movie it was it was dark and and how seriously it got taken but it was like this really cheesy high school election you know at a very standard suburban high school this one is at like the richest high school in California and Southern California. And like, they definitely have statisticians and they take like straw polls of students throughout the course of the school year, trying to see who they're going to vote for. And it's like, they, they very much treat it like a mini presidential campaign because he, at least uh, Ben Platt's character, Peyton is, has, direct aspirations to become president. So it's like, oh, I've got a I've got a, a series of uh chain events that need to happen. I need to first win student government president, then I need to go to Harvard, then I need to do this. Like I and he had a he has this whole thing built up for him. But it's uh he it has a lot of side plots. Um I think it it tries to be more than what it actually is. I think it, it wants to be more in terms of an emotional impact with some of the relationships than what end up coming out. But Overall, it's uh, every episode has wild t- twists and turns. Um, it's a, it's a, it's actually a pretty stacked up cast. Dil- Dylan McDermott's in that show as well. Oh, he, really? plays, he plays one of the dads, like the douchey dads. Yeah, uh, Gwyneth we're, we're, Paltrow's in it.
0: Uh, I think Ryan Murphy is has a, a very specific style, and it's just not for me. Uh, like I, I I couldn't get into Glee. I, I watched the first episode of Hollywood. I couldn't do it. Um, so, but but nevertheless, uh, the guy's mad popular and. Anyway, um yeah, cool. No, I, I
1: I I I I did enjoy it overall. I think there's some flaws just in terms of how many side plots and how long we hang with them. Yeah. But overall, I I I think it it definitely in, and I'm halfway through season 2 right now. Um it's it's engaging. It's worth it's worth the watch in my opinion. Um
0: real quick, so limited series or a movie? I mean, if you look at these nominations, it kind of feels like a like a best picture race or a best actor. So best actress, Cate Blanchett, Mrs. America, uh, Sarah Haas, or unorthodox, Regina King, Watchman, Octavia Spencer shows up in every nomination
1: for self-made. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, child, was Mm-mm. it set in the sixties?
0: Carrie <laughs> yeah. Washington, little fires everywhere. Best actor, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons, Watchman, Hugh Jackman, Bad Education, Paul Mescal, Normal People, Jeremy Pope, Hollywood, uh, he's uh, kind of the lead there, and then Mark Ruffalo. I know this much is true. Have you gotten into that yet? That's uh, I a not... prestige drama HBO.
1: I watched Bad Education, and that was really good, though.
0: Oh, you have seen it. Oh, yeah. see, I, I that's gonna be on my. That's that's that and Watchmen. <laughs> I think are the next things
1: I watch. Bad Education is different than the politician in that he is the school board. What's it called? the, the superintendent of a school yeah. board or something, but he's incredibly hi nice super nintendo
0: cur- chalmers
1: yeah exactly exactly mr super nintendo chalmers <laughs> but yeah that's a that's a good watch too and that's a that, that's just a little mini movie or whatever or series or whatever
0: uh here's an interesting race i want to put put, put before you uh, best actor in a drama jason bateman ozark sterling k brown this is us steve carell the morning show brian cox succession billy porter pose Jeremy Strong, Succession.
1: I'm going but, strong.
0: Jeremy Strong?
1: Yeah. Billy Cox I, is a
0: force on that show.
1: Yeah, he's really good. Or uh, Brian Cox, I mean?
0: Sorry. Yeah, Brian Cox.
1: I, Between the two of them, I still go... Because... And we talked about it on the Succession podcast. He has, uh, Jeremy Strong has the, the most arc in the show. He goes through the biggest journey in that season, in my opinion. Yeah. And has the the most in terms of uh, challenged nuances with his character. So I think he does a I'm...
0: great job, which is even more striking. If you've seen The Gentleman, because he's, he's kind of bad in that movie. He plays this really lame uh, Jewish Matthew character. Uh, and then, but he's completely different in Succession. Jeremy Strong, I'm talking about. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So yeah, that, that kind of made it even more impressive for me. Um, mm. But yeah, he's definitely the guy you root for. And he's got the the only arc you really care about. Um, interesting. Yeah, it's almost that like to... the way they
1: do it in the NBA, where it's typically the best player on the best team wins MVP. Well, he's the best character on the best show this year, so give him MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, all right. Cool. Well, let, well, let's cut it there. I think that's enough for people to kind of catch up on, as well as me and you. Um, yeah. A little bit of a give it a stream uh, for your sign weekend. my
1: stream, oh, Mr. Cranston. Will you sign my stream? <laughs> I don't have a pen. No. I'll just sign my stream. Sign my stream. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I'll play you out with a little Ben Platt. Oh, I love that. Wish I had a river so I could skate away. Adnan didn't do it. Release him. Bye. Bye. Make a lot of money. And I'm going to quit this crazy
0: scene. I wish I had a river. Cry. He tried hard to help me, you know. He put me at ease, and he loved me so naughty, made me weak in the knees. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate. a river so
1: long
0: I would teach my feet to